What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. What it do, baby? What it do, Clipper Nation? Welcome back to Shoot the Trey. I am, of course, your host, Trey Gamble, and welcome back to episode 19. Tonight, we have the Grizzlies coming into town on the second night of a back-to-back for us. Obviously, last night, we had that huge win in Portland, and we had to fly back home real quick and get this going against the Grizzlies at home. And um, I was thinking to myself, man, I mean, second night of a back-to-back, you just came back uh, from a flight up north, obviously, and this could be a trap game, man. That's what I was thinking to myself all day. The Grizzlies are a super fast team, super young team. They like to get out and run. And it was it had the the writing on the wall was there for it to be a trap game and boy did that look that that looked like it was going to be the case early in the game I was actually thinking to myself as the game was like going on in like the first like quarter or whatever I was like do I do I load manage tonight myself I mean do I sit out as well I mean this game's going to get ugly um and it definitely looked that way but man this this team for real man this is a special special group we got going um this year man and just. Before we get into anything, man, just enjoy the process. Enjoy what's going on. Brian Seaman said it at the end of the broadcast, man. Just enjoy the ride, the process, and it's almost game time, man. It's almost playoff time. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a wild, wild ride uh, this postseason, so I can't wait for that. Um, let's get into our first segment. We got no buzz around the league tonight unless I missed something drastic. Um, I don't think I did, but... Um, I mean, Yogi Ferrell made his debut tonight, um, so that was pretty cool to see. We got a heavy dose of him tonight. He had played like 20 minutes tonight, and uh, we'll get into that in a second. But going into tonight, uh, Reggie Jackson, Paul George are resting tonight. Very well-deserved rest. Um, you know, want to save the guys for um, the playoffs. I mean, with all the injury- injuries going down, I mean, Trey Young got hurt today. And uh, who else got hurt today? I think someone else got hurt today. Uh, I know Trey Young got hurt. I I'm kicking myself right now. What? Who? What? I know someone else got hurt today as well. Maybe it'll come to me later. But I saw it briefly on Twitter. But I saw Trey Young, uh, hurt today. So, pre- uh, rest up. Prayers to him. Uh, for a speedy recovery. I mean, the injuries this season, man, are crazy. And uh, Anthony Davis is coming back tomorrow. So that's really really cool to see. I can't wait to watch that. I do like to watch the Lakers every now and then, even though obviously I don't like them. But I will watch them every now and then. And to see AD come back tomorrow and LeBron being really close behind, it's going to be really, really cool to see. So like I said, PG and Reggie Jackson are resting tonight. Rondo has some wrist inflammation or something. I'm not too sure what that, uh, how that happened or if that's more of a precautionary thing. And uh, Yogi Ferro is our only active point guard tonight. Uh, Terrence Mann got a heavy dose of the ball handling duties tonight. Um And uh, the Clippers had 10 active guys tonight. and Well, technically nine. Uh, Daniel Oturu played one minute. And it's just I'm getting ready to call that a pick that pick a disaster already. Uh, it's a failed experiment if you even want to call it that. I don't even know what the fuck is going on uh, with him and how he can't get any run this short when we're this short-handed down six rotation guys. Um, I'm sh- not exactly sure how he's not able to get any run. Um, if he's just that bad or whatever, if he's not showing anything in practice, not really quite sure what the deal is with him. But I mean, hopefully, I mean he doesn't turn into the next Fiondu Kevin Kelly who we just ship off. Um, after trading for to get him in that first round, but it's definitely looking that way. And obviously, Jay Scrub hasn't made his debut yet. But so many people are hyping up Jay Scrub. Um, and I mean, it's cool and all, but I don't really get it. So to be honest, I mean, this dude was a second round pick, a late second round pick, if I remember correctly. I'm not really quite sure what pick he was, but 
I'm not really quite sure what the hype is around it, but I mean, it's going to be cool to see him make his debut, but the Clipper, Clipper fan, I feel like some Clipper fans are making him out to be like this insane, like lottery pick or some shit. I don't know. But I mean, a highly anticipated debut, uh, hopefully is coming soon. Um, so that'd be cool to see. I'll, I'll be excited for that. Obviously, uh, a Juco product in him. Um, it'll be cool to see. I mean, I'm not like jumping down in my seat for it, but he's freakishly athletic. So, uh, whenever he uh, comes back to the lineup after his foot surgery, uh, that'd be cool to see. I can't wait for that. Um, but let's get into the game tonight. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. returned tonight, uh, making his season debut after tearing his meniscus in the bubble. Um, and I, th- I feel like, I mean, it's like a well-known thing now, but the Clippers always get... Someone who's missed an extended period of time always comes back against the Clips this season. It's like a weird thing. You saw Carl Anthony Towns do that, Jaron Jackson Jr. You saw a couple other guys do that that I can't really name right now. But I know there's more than two instances of it. Um, so I thought that was kind of funny. And it's just I'm, I wasn't surprised by it. But it was really cool to see Jaron Jackson back out there tonight. Uh, he came off the bench tonight, understandably so. He hasn't played since August, I believe, uh, in the bubble, like I said. So uh, pretty good stuff uh, to see. Um, let's get into the game tonight. Um, and I was a little bit late to the game, but when I turned on the game, it was a really rough start. The Clippers scored like three points in the first like four minutes of the game or whatever. And a lot of the line, like the starting lineup tonight has not played any time, like at all. I don't think they played a single second, um, until, you know, tonight. Um, the starting lineup, what, what was it? Luke, Terrence, Amir, um, Mook and Zoo. And those guys have not shared the court for a single second, um, I believe, uh, until now. So obviously, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a rough start. Those guys haven't played. Um, John Morant has been struggling from three this year, 28% on the year. He had two early ones. What did he finish with tonight? Uh, John Morant, uh, one of my favorite young guys in the league to watch, uh, 22 points, six rebounds, four assists. He was four or six from deep tonight. He had two in that first quarter. He was like two for two, uh, in that first quarter. So you knew, um, I was like, it's like, oh fuck, he's gonna, he's gonna have a good night tonight. Um, but I mean, then we got our first dose of Yogi Ferrell. And he was rough uh, to uh, start out, really bad on both sides of the ball, in my opinion, uh, to start the game. And understandably so, he's only played like 45 minutes this season in two games with the Cavaliers. Um, so it's totally understandable. It's like the whole Rondo situation where he was coming off of an injury, kind of, and he just hasn't been out there in a minute. But Yogi Ferrell has been out of the game longer than Rondo uh, during his uh, injury, so... Uh, really, really understandable as to why Yogi looked rough, but he had, he had some good run tonight, uh, looked better as the game went on. He had two really bad bricks and had one of the worst air balls I've ever seen. That thing was, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to explain it. It was like so far to the left and it was so short as well. It was a really bad air ball, one of the worst I've ever seen. And he was not good defensively. Um, he's pretty short. Um, I'm not sure, quite exactly sure what his height is. Let me actually look at it. How tall is Yogi? He's got to be like six, if that. Six foot, 180 pounds. Um, and he looked a lot thinner. Um, if I remember him on like Dallas when he was like, um, when he was good on Dallas, he had, he was like bigger, I feel like. I don't know if I remember that correctly or if I'm going crazy, but he looks super, super thin, uh, like way more in shape. He's quick as hell. He's super fast. Um, but he was just not he was he was pretty bad defensively in that first half. Um, I felt like, but I mean, uh, I can only see so much and I can only tell so much. But he, he seemed to be dying on screens. Um, but I mean, uh, like I said, just getting back into swing of things, getting back into the motions. Uh, I'm not really too worried about him. He looked really good uh, in that second half. 
Uh, the Clippers were turning the ball over a shit ton. How many turnovers did they end with? Um, the Clippers had... They ended up with 12 turnovers. Um, they had like 9 or something. What was the turnover? They had 9 in 16 minutes. So they only had a few more for the rest of the game, which is really, really good. But they were really, really sloppy with the ball. And like I said, they had a ton of lineups tonight. Or not a ton. They had a few lineups tonight that had never played together, including the starters. Um, and Terrence Mann, like I said earlier, had a ton of ball handling duties tonight. And he made the most of it, making some really good reads. was super ball dominant tonight. Um, he making some good reads out of the pick and roll. He had a he had a couple of really nice passes to Zubats tonight, and he was a great, he was finding his shot tonight. He chopped the ball sixteen times tonight, I believe. Yeah, six for sixteen, one of four from deep, six to six from the line. So you know he was getting to the rim. Um, he was just making some good. He was finding his shots. Um, he was just being aggressive tonight, and that's all you can ask. Um, he had was he close to his triple double? I know he was like somewhat close. Nineteen for Terrence, uh, six rebounds, seven assists. So he was. He was somewhat there, but I mean, really, really good all-around stat line from him. Um, no steals, um, but yeah, like I said, 6-16 from the field, 1-4 from deep, and he got to the line six times, so you know. Uh, he's really good at attacking the rim. You guys knew that already, but um, more of the same tonight, with being aggressive, looking for a shot. He was extra aggressive tonight, and he needed to be. Um, that's exactly why um, he was so good tonight. Um, and DeMarcus Cousins, he checked in. You got a, another heavy dose of him tonight as well. Well, not heavy dose. He had 14 minutes tonight, six points, uh, 10 rebounds, made his presence felt all night. Really, really good stuff from him. And he took one of the nastiest elbows I've ever seen from Jaron Jackson Jr. That was one of the craziest elbows. I'm surprised his lip wasn't like swollen. I'm not sure if it was like the inside of his mouth, but he was like at the free throw line later on. And I didn't really notice anything um, like swelling or anything, but man, he was fighting for position all night tonight. Uh, Zoo, him and Zoo, DMC and Zoo, man, were really, really fighting tonight. Uh, Jaron Jackson couldn't hold him down there, so uh, really good stuff. I feel like Zoo gets hooked down there a lot. He doesn't get a whistle for it. Uh, I feel like there's always like two guys just trying to box out Zoo, and they're like hooking him and shit. I don't really, I don't know why he doesn't get a whistle. But Zoo is always running back, complaining to the ref. It's kind of funny to me, and he has every right to. I mean, he, the dude's getting like he's getting like hooked down there and shit. It, I don't know. It's just weird to me. Uh, transitioning to our halftime thoughts, this team, this team just fights so hard, man. Especially when they're shorthanded. Like, when they're this shorthanded, I think this is the most shorthanded they've ever been this season. As shorthanded as they've been in the past, I think missing six rotation guys is the most uh, they've missed, uh, if I'm being honest, uh, if I remember correctly. Immediately, those Miami games come to mind. Um, but I think this is the most shorthanded we've been. Um, but, I mean, I could be wrong. Um, I would not be surprised if I was wrong. Um, but I mean, one of the most shorthanded games you'll ever see, uh, from the Clippers this season, and they've responded every single time out, uh, out there, um, when they've been shorthanded, obviously minus that Dallas game, but that was one of the, that's a fluky ass game. I don't care what you say. Um, that's just, uh, ever since that game, the Clippers have been so good shorthanded and they were only missing like Kawhi that game and that Dallas game. So that's just a fluky game. You, you move on, you, you take that L and you move on, but uh, the, King, uh, the, the Grizzlies had the lead most of the, the first half. Uh, the Clippers couldn't really cut it down. Uh, they had it at 18 at one point, and that was the largest lead for them. Um, and the Clippers finally cut it to single digits uh, right before the half. They were down like 62 to 53 or something. Uh, somehow, every starter was in double figures except for Amir Coffey, who had a really rough night tonight, um, if I'm being honest. Missing some wide open looks. I mean, get, don't get me wrong. He's not a really good shooter in general, but man, he's... He was missing some wide open looks, man. He got to the line seven times, made six to seven 
One and six in the field, over three from deep. Some wide open corner threes that he missed, unfortunately. But that didn't matter in the end. And that didn't, like I said, don't really matter. Um, and the Clippers had five bo- bench points at the half, and they were all from DeMarcus Cousins doing the dirty work down low, getting O boards, getting putbacks, doing whatever he does, getting to the line. DeMarcus Cousins missed some free throws tonight. Uh, what was he from the line? One of four from the line. He missed like three in a row. Uh, really, really timely ones as well. It was a neck-and-neck game at that point. But DeMarcus was pretty good tonight, uh, just minus those free throws. And uh, he was only two for six in the field. Had that three ball right when he checked in, just like how he did in the Portland game. He had that three ball really early in the game. Um, I think it was a Portland game. He had a three early like at the top of the key. He likes that top of the key three, um, and that went for him tonight. Um Get transitioning to the second half, Terrence Mann continues to be really, really good. Lots of ball handling duties, and that continued. He was kind of playing that role he was playing last season where Docker was just had him strictly at the point guard. Um, you know, Obviously, this season, he's been more of a two-slash-three guy, um, slasher, doing his thing. But he's had a lot more ball handling duties tonight, and he did good tonight, man. Seven assists. Uh, how many turnovers did he have? That's always an important thing. One turnover, seven assists to one turnover is a really, really good ratio, obviously. Um, if you know, if, uh, you know, numbers, um, and the Clippers are missing free throws as a whole unit tonight, not just to Marcus Cousins, who I singled out, uh, apologize for that, but the Clippers were 27 to 36 for the line, um, which is good, which is good, but, uh, they're below their season average. I'm pretty sure they, they shoot like 80 something percent from the line, but they were missing some free throws in that first half. Um, but they started, they cleaned it up a bit, but, um, they could have shot better from the line, but I mean, 75% is still pretty good for as a team. Uh, I mean, they shot better than the, the Grizzlies. They were 70%, 16 to 23, but I thought they could have done a little bit better at the line, but I mean, that's just, it, that doesn't matter. Um, at the end of the day, um, it's just the Clippers won and that's, that's all that matters. I mean, the free throws, you look at those missed free throws if you lose the game, um, by like a couple points or whatever, but since they won, I mean, you you just scrap those numbers. You don't really give a shit about them. Um, and Luke Kennard, man, probably his best game of the season. Scoring, obviously, scoring wise, really really good tonight. He always steps up when he's called upon, especially when we're down either one or both of uh, Kawhi and PG. He steps into that starting lineup and he gets buckets, dude, from anywhere. Has he has such a bag on offense, man? He was so good in that third quarter. Really came to life. Um, he didn't disappear. In this game, which is really, really good to see. He was super aggressive. 16 shot attempts tonight for Luke. 6-7 from deep. 10-16 from the field. Got to the line three times. Uh, 28 points. 7 rebounds. 2 assists. He was a plus. A team high. Nope, not team high. Well, uh, Yogi Ferrell was a team high. Plus 15. Luke Kennard was a second high. Plus 12 tonight. So, really good start from Luke. 28 from him tonight. Man, I wanted to see him get that 30 bomb. But it's all good. Some timely three-pointers tonight. Just just an overall great performance from Luke. Played 38 minutes tonight. Um, Yogi Ferrell, this is where he started to come alive in that second half. He had that steal. Um, after someone got the rebound, he just took it out of their hands, drove baseline from the left side, and threw it up to Terrence. And that was a really, really timely bucket because I think it extended the Clippers' lead to like four or five or something. But it was a really, really timely bucket, and it really got us going. Uh, really, really got me going. I was out of my seat. That was super nice. You know, getting that chemistry down already with Yogi. Obviously, he's only been here for a few days, but seeing Terrence, man, hey, throw it up, throw it up. He's pointing his finger up, and Yogi giving him a perfect lob. Really, really good stuff to see. And um, uh, like I said, Amir missing some open looks tonight, but that happens. Um, he's obviously not a shooter, but 
Um, you can count on him to make those open looks sometimes, and they just weren't falling tonight. It's all good. Season night 28 for Luke. Uh, Yogi Ferrell had that clutch three, that very, very clutch three that ended up uh, helping the Clippers pull away at the end of this game. I actually can't believe the Clippers won by double digits. They scored 117 without six rotation guys, which is insane to me. Uh, this team just straight up doesn't quit. This is one of the. This is the most fun team, the most fun Clipper team I've ever watched. Um, officially, I mean that eighteen nineteen team always holds a special place in my heart. I don't know how many times I will have to say that, or how many times I have said that. But this team, man, this team's a different breed. Um, this this team's gonna do it, man. They're gonna do it. Um, I could I say that with so much confidence right now. They're gonna do it, man. Uh, remember this. Uh, remember this podcast. They're they're going the distance, man. To the promised land we go. To the promised land we go, man. Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, the four of the five stars scored eighteen plus. So I mean, that just tells you all you need to know how deep this team is. Um, just so many good guys scoring the ball tonight. So many good uh, looks. The Clippers shots. What did they shoot from three tonight? Fourteen to twenty-seven from three. Another. Insane shooting night. Obviously, they, they didn't take a whole lot of attempts. Uh, they usually take around the mid thirties, uh, high or early forties sometimes. But they shot twenty seven threes tonight. Hit fifty one percent of them or fourteen of them. Um, and they held the Grizzlies to forty five percent from the field. And they, the Grizzlies shot thirty threes. They hit thirteen of them, and they were really bad from the line. But the Clippers, man. What a night, man. What a night. I wasn't even thinking about doing a recap on this one after what happened in the first quarter, how sloppy the first quarter was, but I'm so glad I did. Clippers win 117-105. to 105. They moved to 42-19, and 19. and of course, the Phoenix Suns refused to lose as well, so they won in Philly tonight, which sucks. Devin Booker had like a clutch shot, I think. I didn't see it, but I saw it on Twitter or whatever, um, but I mean... Just keep stacking up the wins, man. Go for that two seed, and if we can't get it, whatever. We'll take the three seed, and we'll just whoop the Suns' ass on the road. It's whatever. Um, let's get some final stats for tonight. Marcus Morris Sr., 25 points on 9-19, 4-6 from deep. Uh, Vita Zubas, 18 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Um, Terrence Mann had 19-6-7. Luke Kennard, my boy Luke Kennard, the leader of the Luke Kennard fan club, if you don't already know. 28 points on 10 and 16, 6 and 7 from deep, 7 boards, 2 assists, plus 12. Um, let's get it. Amir Coffey had 8 points, uh, 4 fouls, plus 7. Uh, Nicholas Batum only had 2 points, but he had that timely, timely mid range, so really bit of clutch bucket. He had 4 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, and a block. Doing everything, uh, doing a little bit of everything uh, in 26 minutes tonight. Would have liked to see Batum score the ball more or shoot the ball more. He only took 2 shots, but. I mean, he had a timely bucket. He was doing all the other little things. So that's all you can ask for. DeMarcus Cousins had six points in 14 minutes. Obviously, he would have played more, but he got hit in the face pretty brutally. But, I mean, doing the dirty work down low, fighting for position. Um, Yogi Ferrell in his Clippers debut, eight points, seven assists. I did not know that. Uh, in 20 minutes, two or six on the field. Um, and he, I think he already deserves a second 10-day or just keep him around for the season. Um, really, really good stuff in the Clippers tonight, man. Really, really fun team, special group. Like I said, man, they're going to do it. This team, I have so much confidence in them. They're going to do it. And we are at the end of our recap. And if you guys did enjoy, make sure you guys do follow me on Twitter at TreyLAC underscore. That is T-R-E-Y-L-A-C underscore. And if we're right about at the 20-minute mark, that's, that's pretty much like the median for how long I usually go. Uh, 20 minutes is the norm. So, um... 
really, really good stuff from the clips tonight, man. Um, so thank you guys again for tuning in. And uh, like always, I never have the schedule on me. Let's take a look at the schedule. Obviously, we're going to have a day off on um, on Thursday. No game Thursday. Friday, we are in Houston, so that should be a win. Um, I'm curious to see who sits that game. But um, then we go to New Orleans. So we have a little quick little three-game roadie. Uh, we have Houston, New Orleans, and Phoenix. So we'll be back Friday. Um, and I'll be missing a little bit of that game, uh, cause I get off work at five on um, the game starts at five. So I'll probably miss that first quarter, but it's no big deal. Uh, still be back on Friday night for the recap. So once again, thank you guys again for tuning in. Oh, what's crap? <laughs> and, uh, I'll see you guys on Friday. Peace.